Hello 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 and welcome back to this podcast by What's New on the Net. For those tuning in for the first time, I bring you this podcast every Sunday, updating you on all that's happened in the week in the world of technology. So, this is your host Saurabh Gaswala bringing you all the tech news you could use on this glorious day, September 26, 2021. This first piece of news came this Friday and well, it caught almost everyone off guard. China has banned cryptocurrency and its transactions. Yes, you heard right. China's central bank reiterated its stance on cryptocurrency, releasing a memo that banned cryptocurrency transactions and made it illegal for overseas exchanges to provide services to people in China. Virtual currency-related business activities or illegal financial activities, the People's Bank of China posted on its website on Friday afternoon. The bank slammed cryptocurrency for disrupting economic and financial order and facilitating illegal and criminal activities like gambling, fraud, pyramid schemes, money laundering, etc. Experts are now trying to understand the ramifications of this development on digital currency. While China has frowned upon digital currency, this week also saw Twitter announcing it would allow people to tip their favorite content creators with Bitcoin. The social network said it would launch a fund to pay some users who host audio chat rooms on its Spaces feature. Twitter users globally on iOS devices can now send and receive digital payments, which was previously limited to a small group of testers. Twitter also revealed it would be testing more ways to help users have a safer experience such as warning when people are entering a heated conversation or letting them leave tweet threads. The product announcements are part of Twitter's effort to compete with rival platforms like Facebook and YouTube for popular content creators with large followings. An alert! If you are a startup owner, or the CEO or co-founder of a tech or internet company, or an app, and want to tell your story to the world, get in touch with us. We are launching a new segment called So What's Your Story? where you can tell your story to the world. Write in to whatsnewonthenet.com at gmail.com with your request. There's a link provided in the podcast intro which you may also use to leave a voice message behind. Thanks. Welcome back after that announcement. Okay now Android users have something to cheer about. Google Android has rolled out more features, including controlling your phone with facial features. Inspired by people with motor and speech disabilities, camera switches and Project Activate are two new accessibility features that let you use your Android phone by making facial gestures. Beginning to roll out this week, camera switches is a feature within Android Accessibility Suite that turns your front-facing camera into a switch so that you can navigate your phone. Project Activate is a new app that makes it easier to communicate and express yourself in the moment. You can use facial gestures and eye movements to activate preset actions like speaking a phrase, like, wait, playing audio like a laugh or sending a text message, like, please come here some more fun. Among the other features is using your phone as a TV remote control. This feature can power on your TV, 
navigate through your recommendations or even start up your favorite show right from your phone. And you can use your phone's keyboard to quickly type complicated passwords, movie names or search terms. This next story is rather interesting. Guess which country has the best digital quality life? It's Denmark, followed closely by South Korea. The third annual edition of the Digital Quality of Life Index has put Denmark first in the index for the second year in a row, closely followed by South Korea. Finland ranks third, while Israel and the US round out the top five of 110 nations that were evaluated. The bottom five countries are Ethiopia, Cambodia, Cameroon, Guatemala, and Angola. Six out of ten countries holding the highest scores are located in Europe, following last year's trend. The index ranked India 59th among 110 countries, covering 90% of the global population. The DQL study is conducted by the cybersecurity company Surfshark, and evaluates countries based on a set of five fundamental digital well-being pillars. Regionally, the U.S. stands out as a country with the highest digital quality of life in the Americas, while South Korea takes the leading position in Asia. Among countries in Africa, people in South Africa enjoy the highest quality of their digital lives, whereas Australia leads in Oceania, outperforming New Zealand in various digital areas. Content creators, listen closely. Here's a new way to earn money online. LinkedIn is following through on its promise to pay its content creators, competing with the likes of Quora and Facebook. But wait it's not what you think it is. On LinkedIn, it's not a free-for-all for creators of every size and shape looking to make money. There are some terms and conditions. This is a $25 million fund, but they are distributing only $15,000 through their Creator Accelerator program. 100 people will each be given $15,000 to bring an idea to life. But what will happen to the remaining $23.5 million, that remains to be seen. So those were the tech headlines of the week. Now, let's move to our startup segment. As our regular listeners know, I feature promising startups profiled on our website what's new on the net.com in this podcast too. Today I have picked this startup called Startup Checker. Today's businesses compete in a digital world. Often an arsenal of superior tools equates to better performance, but it's not always easy to find the right tools for the job at hand. Searching Google might only return a few scattered options. Startup Checker, a web app, makes it easier for businesses to discover a variety of tools and apps to ease their performance concerns. Startup Checker offers a neatly categorized directory of apps for business. Whether it's marketing, web development tools or funding, Startup Checker has it all. Each category showcases at least five tools or apps so users can compare services at a glance. The website has over 500 tools on offer so businesses are sure to discover necessary tools that they're looking for, but by browsing the options they might even find useful tools they might not have considered searching for. That's a bonus. For in-depth analysis of the tools, businesses can browse the Startup Checker blog, which deep dives into the pros and cons of various tools, businesses might be interested in.
A note of caution, listeners must undertake their own due diligence before purchasing or downloading any startup, app or service mentioned in this podcast or on the What's New on the Net.com website. Okay, so with that it's a wrap. We are at the end of the podcast. If you have not yet seen our website What's New on the Net.com, please do so. It's one of the oldest websites bringing you all the tech news. And, of course, do not forget to like this podcast and subscribe to it. This is your host Saurabh Gaswala signing out for now. See you next Sunday.